Harry Talks episode. Could be episode anything. Episode five. Do you want it to be five? No. Nah, okay, nah. It's definitely like episode 12 or something. No, nah, it could be anywhere between five and 12. Which one do you want to be? Seven. Done. Right, good. Harry Talks episode seven. Welcome, everyone. We're back with the goat. The goat. Over your terrors. What's up, Over your terrors of, of trip one. Go hard. We do go hard. 111. 111. See that little thing over there? Hopefully that's on frame. Yeah, frame that. That's Cut that it. out of the wall. Um, I'll tell the story of how I met this guy at this pub. Should we reveal the name of the pub? The pub that we're at right now. Yeah, the Lord Gladstone Hotel. Lord Gladstone Hotel. I go up, I walk in with some mates, whatever. Hey, what's I up? see this Take guy walks in. Been listening to music for a little while. And I'm like, I've got to say something. I've had a couple of beers yet, I've got to say something. So I follow him up the stairs. He's just with his friends. Tap him Freak. on the shoulder. <laughs> Freak! No holds bar. Tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, oi, I love triple one. I'm pretty sure I whispered triple ones go hard in your ear or some weird shit like that. That would make me go hard. And then we were just chatting, whatever, being friendly and shit. And then I got got a little bit angry because I'm like, you gave away some of the sushi t-shirts and I didn't fucking win. And you were like, bro, shut the fuck up. What size are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do yeah. remember this. Yeah, I do remember this. <laughs> and this guy's like, what size are you? I'm like, he's like, XL. I'm like, I'll see if I've got something. He walks up, says, bring me down the t-shirt. He goes, go back to your mates. So me the t-shirt. The most iconic fucking meeting ever. Mad cunt. <laughs> Children, put yourself out there. Be yeah, dickheads. Put yourself it out works. there. Be, be a cunt. Get a tea. Be a cunt, get a tea. Can I say that word? <laughs> nah, bro, where? This is purple sneakers. This isn't... I can swear, can't I? No, you can't. Fuck. I'm joking. <laughs> cunt. <laughs> my poor mum listening to this. Yeah, sorry, mum. And my mum as well. My mum knows I swear as much. She knows as much as do you swear on your music though? I do swear on my music. So it's a given. It's a given. Do you like when fans come up to you and shit? Just depends who they are. What do you mean? I don't know. Is there a situation <laughs> where it's like if you see Obiel Terrors in the street to not say hello? If I'm just looking like a, just looking like shit, just looking like I'm having like a bad day. Don't do anything. Don't say. Don't say hi. Because people usually get HG. Sometimes you're just like doing something. And you're like, oh my god, I can't do this. Yeah. Right now. Oh my god, I can't deal with this right now. Fair. Is it surreal, but when people start coming up and saying, "Yeah, it's cool," just, just a nice little nod. It's fine. Like it's easy. Dabbing it's up. not. I'm not like. It's not like a massive. No, not no, massive yeah. at all. We're still on a very small scale. Keep it very humble. That's yeah, when people thing, to say hi. It's nice. So one thing I feel like, I know you see artists at your level and they start getting a bit, dickheads. Cardi lips. Dickheads. You guys stay so humble. I think it's because I put it down to, I said this to Martin as well, I put it down to, it took like, it's still, you're still, you've been in the game for ages relative to yeah. other people that pop up in six months yeah. and don't know how to act when this shit happens. Yeah. So it's sick. I so, think, I think we're like aware of how fragile all this is and how much you just nobody. <laughs> yeah. In the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of everything, you're just fucking tiny little blip. Yeah. And people just get massive heads over real small shit. That's some real shit. That's just what people yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. In life. And like, yeah. yeah, it's good to recognise any success you have, but at the same time... Just recognise your worth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think everyone's like... Everyone realised that when, like, in year nine science or some shit, where they have mm. that video where you zoom out from the... Earth. Yeah, you're just like, fuck. <laughs> and you keep going out yeah. and out and out. And you're like... The little, the smallest little thing. Yeah. But nah. then... Sydney's the centre of the world, according to this podcast. Everything so everything revolves around Sydney, bro. That's what Rap we do. And techno DJs. Rap and techno DJs. The whole of hip hop. Just everything just started in Sydney, bro. <laughs> we are the centre of the universe. No, far from. Far so, from it. Let's get into it. Oh, Where did it. you... When was rap music first, like, thrown at... Do you want to do a Tell a little story no. about. No. <laughs> I don't know. I used to listen to um, whole bunch of different shit. A fair bit of like rock, hardcore. Was metal. it rap first in terms of like the first music interest, or was it not? No, I used to just listen to like shit pop punk music, like Blink One Eight Two, like Sum Forty One. Still hectic. Yeah. A bit of email and stuff, but I think it was more Aussie hip hop when I first started listening. Definitely like horror show, Spitzy Nicket. Hilltop Hoods were a massive thing for me. 
this listen to. <laughs> it's a mark. Yeah, just gang out here right now. Just everyone that was popping at the time. Yeah. Um, back in like 2005, 2006. My brother definitely showed me like, like my like Funk Hors, Hilltop Hoods. I never really got heavily into those in the LimeWire days. Yeah. So you'd rip like a song off I mean, LimeWire. And it, just you break could, your computer at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you just break your computer. You just get some mad viruses. No, but you just like rip a Hilltop song and you'd get yeah. someone else and then you'd start listening to someone else. Yeah. Definitely a lot of pegs and stuff like that. Gully Platoon. That shit was really hard. Yeah. So I guess it was Aussie hip hop at the start and then maybe not until I was just cause you just cause cultural factors mm. like I was a white dude growing up in the suburbs I wasn't listening to like heavy gangster yeah, shit exactly. I didn't really get that side of it at all or American hip hop to maybe when I was like 18 or 19 years old yeah and then started listening to more American hip hop um, who would have been like definitely around that Tyler time like 2012 yeah, Yonkers yeah like Yonkers when you were just like oh yeah I can I, I can be white yeah. and listen to hip hop and it's, it's cool I think people oh that old future era is the the best thing ever yeah it was sick it was like, mad it was so cringe but it was so yeah happy. I know well looking back now but then I was like 12 years old it was the maddest shit yeah it was like and I've never seen the world go into that much fanfare yeah. over like a single group ever since like Eminem like yeah literally that was the gnarliest shit every single person was just like odd future yeah yeah bro people were like fuck school at school, <laughs> yeah, at school people would write LFW yeah. across their arms and shit oh, you walk, yeah, uh, and like oh, if like if anyone ever needs an example of how to evolve as an artist it's everyone in odd future yeah it's crazy they did some mad shit and Earl going away for ages. Everything, like, just the story or the narrative. Yeah, it's crazy. was sick and it was so wild at the time. I think it was, like, not, like, censorship, but everything was super vanilla. Yeah. Going for the 2000s, it wasn't until they came and just said what the fuck they wanted. Yeah. It was, like, super punk, bro. Punk, punk hip-hop, bro. Edgy shit, baby. Edgy shit, baby. So, yeah, where does the... Where did the, like, the pop-punk shit come into that? Was that before the rap stuff? Or yeah, was that was when I was a child, bro. Yeah. That was when, like, Good Charlotte and fucking... Blink-182 were playing yeah. on... It's unreal. Playing on... Ra- not on Rage. What was that fucking channel? That was some shitty channel. Rage is the ABC, like the... Yeah, it's definitely not Rage. I know Rage. Like, old school, like, V Music and stuff. They yeah. used to pump that in, like, 2003. Makes me, like, a little kid. Yeah. I'm so, so sad I missed that. I just missed that by, like, four years or so. That shit was the best, But man. I would have loved to come up. That. <laughs> that was the best, man. <laughs> like, in high school, we were listening to, like, EDM shit. Like, Swedish House Mafia and you stuff. You were listening to Swedish House and... Thing. Or was I listening to Swedish No, no. Like when I came up. So yeah, like, yeah. I just missed that era. So when I was younger, like every, like there's a popular type of music that comes out while everyone grows up of course. and sticks with them. And I was like... 2012 was like Avicii. Yeah. Like, like that was know. like, Avicii levels was just <laughs> breaking fucking sorry. Yeah, literally. Floodgates. Yeah, Avicii <laughs> levels, bro. Don't you worry, child. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that like, was crazy. I was like 11 and like pulling up videos of Tomorrowland. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. bro. When we're 18. When we're 18. <laughs> We ain't sleeping for days. <laughs> I had no idea about that world. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That was definitely for us when we were more in year 12. So I think a lot of people that I was surrounded with were getting into EDM music and a lot of people were mixing and starting to do DJ stuff. Yeah. And definitely at parties and stuff. Like, we, you'd go to parties and stuff and I went to St. Pat's and, like, all my mates were, like, Italian and stuff. So we'd go to the parties and just be pumping EDM <laughs> and shit. It's mad. It's hectic. Yeah. Um, go get off your face, listen to some Usher. Usher's Usher even Usher was making like EDM back then. 100 percent bro. <laughs> What's that song? Um oh. I can't name it off the top, but he was up there. You know was, exactly what I'm I know about. what you're talking about. Bro, he's the Don, eh? He's a Don. He's a king. <laughs> um, he's a king, bro. Oh, I was gonna say something actually really insightful. Oh yeah, it's crazy how like your age, like your age range, and now what hip hop sounds like today, how mm. influenced it was by how popular that music like the yeah, pop definitely. punk stuff is now with like all the peeps and all the G59 stuff as yeah. well how heavily infiltrated that is and how impactful that was yeah, I think, for a generation I think for I think the people that were first making that sort of sound were from our generation yeah and I feel like a lot of people jump on that sort of stuff but it was like 90s it was late 90s and then like kind of you see resurgences in like all sorts of art forms and yeah. like music like something will be cool for a period and then it always has a renaissance period 
like right now like what's cool what's coming in I reckon is like 2000s like boom bap hip hop again straight yeah, up literally. in like two years time that's gonna be like that shit's fucking mad yeah. and like rap's coming back in yeah like, like the bars big, yeah, yeah bars are coming back in bars are cool again when bars for the past like five six years have just been like whoa bro like yeah. calm down yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna well definitely in America maybe not so much in the UK but we're heavily in Australia we're heavily influenced by America yeah for sure or by like five years by five years yeah yeah. Um, five years behind. but no that's the thing as well we've got about Aussie hip hop now that gap is closing so quickly yeah it's because we didn't have the internet before no one yeah, knew what the exactly fuck was right. going on overseas everyone was rapping on like late registration type yeah. beats yeah, like yeah. college dropout type beats that's mad but, but I think it takes so long definitely for hip hop in Australia for five years behind in five years we're going to be pretty going alright and that's kind of what we always talk about it's like yeah. it's always going to take time to catch up the bridge and the gap is good but I feel like even Australian audiences aren't even ready for like a bridge gap. Like our music got fucking shelved for ages because yeah. we we're making like quite current hip hop in America or like the sound that yeah. was going on there. And like people just didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Yeah. At the same time though, it's it's nice for there not to be a bridge. It's nice for you want yeah you want Australian to be fluid. what Australian rap to or not what Australian rap to sound like. It's you just want it to be competitive. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're gonna be competitive by putting a different spin on things. Yeah, then that's the best way to do it. Or just being relevant. Yeah. Like people making shit that like, bro, this sounds old. You don't want to sound old. Ever. Yeah. Not like old, like old, like you don't want to sound not current. Yeah, true. You don't want to sound behind. But you don't want to sound like you're trying to make, trying to forcefully make current Yeah, exactly. Music. At the same time, you need to make money, but then being an artist is hard in that sense. Oh, bro, you need to make cash. I think that's the one thing we learned. It's like, you put so much time into it and do it you're like fuck money bro just yeah. do it for the music it's like bro it's your profession yeah like making money is hectic <laughs> and people people forget that you can make money and still be true to yourself 100% <laughs> and like people underestimate how like, you fucking sell out just like bro you gotta work like, like bro it's just a catchy hook like what's so <laughs> offensive about a catchy hook yeah, no people get hell jeet on it and then go to like some job they fucking hate and work like 50 hours a week for some shit they don't believe in and then exactly. they're like so hypercritical there's someone trying to make like <laughs> or someone a, riding a catchy hook or just like a bare system. minimum wage for doing something they fucking love and they've grinded for for years can't get like bro you're a sellout yeah. like, bro you work for a bank <laughs> you make a cash literally <laughs> well when did you start rapping then um see see that was a nice little that was good that was nice yeah when did you caught start? me off guard bro <laughs> bro one thing I tell everyone when they come up here be ready be ready yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> Boom! I'm ruthless with this shit. No, yeah. when did you start rapping though? Um, I don't fucking know. When was it? I was like? in the womb, bro. Womb to the tomb. No, when um, I was what's like, what's that bar? Um, on butter. Um, I don't know. I could spit a frame since I was sitting playing Spyro. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, no, nah. I could not spit bars when I was playing Spyro. Fuck, probably like fourteen. Whenever I started drinking in the park, <laughs> straight up, bro. Um, 14 13 14 just early early as fuck early as fuck but trash yeah trash didn't know what I was doing but it was like, fun just freestyles bro the freestyle bars just kick freeze hang around like a little bit of an older crowd a couple years above us we just used to go to Aussie hip hop um concerts so yeah. much fun I used to get offered at um Powers Creek in fucking Concord West and just spit freeze that's it drink long necks and try and fucking fit in with the older dudes yeah true which was sick and then go and shake your hands and your head to an Aussie hip hop yeah thing is like, fucking sick the thing about hip hop as well it's so cool yeah and it's such a social it's nice so like you probably were heaps people rapping then do you feel and then just because it was the cool thing to do yeah it's just like you just, it wasn't like I think back then no one really took themselves too seriously everyone just like used to spit a freestyle because it's entertaining and it's yeah. funny like now it's like people like mm, and like help people get like help cheat about it and stuff yeah. but definitely when we were younger it was more like a graphing it was more like the hip hop shit where like we used to hang out with some people that used to graph and like more street sort of stuff and like the graphers was like graph and graph art was definitely heavily involved in hip hop yeah so they were always listening to hip hop music Aussie hip hop and everyone would just spit just oh they're out of boredom or just a cultural thing what we're yeah. doing you know what I mean yeah sick I'm gonna bring this up now otherwise I'll forget but we're talking about bridging the gap between the like even like generations in Aussie hip hop yeah 
I'm gonna give a big shout out to early all day. Yeah. Because he got like kids listening yeah. to like yeah, hundred percent like triple J like teens listening to like Aussie rap. Yeah, definitely. And they bridge that gap perfectly. I thought that's like big shout out. Yeah, to it's a big gap. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Nah, no, no shade now. But, but yeah, good on him. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, hip hop's so cultural, and I think that like talk about the graphing, talk about all that shit. It's so true. Yeah. People underestimate like when people rap or anyone raps in from America, UK, here, it's always so fundamentally cultural. It's not just... Yeah, it's definitely straight culture as well. Yeah. It's not like... I think it's easy to jump into because like you don't need money to rap. You don't need... Like you need fuck all really. Yeah. And you don't need much musical talent. I think a lot of people get scared or like move away from music because it just seems like this massive thing that's you have to like learn and yeah. fucking slave for years. When someone just puts on a beat, you can just kick it and learn yourself. You don't need a, you don't need anyone to like to teach you and shit. Yeah, I think it's kind of empowering for someone who wants to be artistic or wants to start writing, and it's like less scary because it's cool. And yeah, it gets exactly. yeah, it gets young dudes writing, gets young dudes doing that shit, gets young females. It's like it's yeah, it's about empowerment as well. Yeah. And I think hip hop now and hip hop like earlier as well, which is like it's about being inclusive. Yeah, and I think it's like. Less, lesser at the start in like Aussie hip hop as well because I was super whitewashed but like now it's just definitely an inclusive culture and like yeah. the people who were heading it years ago as well were definitely bringing that into it yeah um, and you just see the audience follows and yeah it's about empowerment it's about freedom of speech there's so yeah. much different levels to it yeah I always think of people as like it's people connecting over a mutual struggle yeah or like reflecting on a mutual struggle mm. and I feel like yeah it's so prevalent now as well like even though like we're not telling this people now even American artists aren't telling the stories that they same ones they were telling in the 90s because the world's such a different place yeah 100% but it reflects like current trends in terms of struggle always yeah so whether it's a social political thing or a mental health thing anything like that hip hop's always the best at reflecting like a mutual struggle amongst it's just yeah it's just less coded like it's if someone says something and you understand it I think you can connect with that easier instead of listening to a song and thinking about it on like a deeper level yeah. obviously there's levels to it but I think it's easier to just to relate and just hear someone just talking about yeah exactly what they're doing yeah yeah how they feel how they feel feels and shit feels and shit man right, let's just go there now let's go there um, obviously trip one and like you've developed a bit of a reputation for it as well mm. talking about your feelings yeah talking about my feelings um, obviously it's like an impa- it's an important thing to do especially yeah. in today's culture yeah is it do you find it easier to talk about feelings on a song when it's like such a public forum? Or is it, it would like, do you know I just what I don't mean? give like, a fuck anymore, right? I'll yeah, put exactly anything on a track. Shit. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like when you first start writing, you're fucking super worried about just anything you say and you get so hyper-conscious yeah. that you just have to put some shit out there and just learn to settle with it. We're lucky, but because we've been putting out shit for fucking years and now like I just don't fucking care. Yeah, right? it's over. Yeah, it's over. That like, like, worrying about that even like shame or like worrying about it as well was just fucking done but I think we just started making we definitely made more emo shit at the start than where we were now just general head, headspace and just like what was going on in our lives and stuff yeah. and then yeah I guess we didn't have much of a following back then so I feel like it's more of a daunting thing if you think you have a following or you have a bunch of people yeah. looking at the time but no one was fucking listening to our music so we could say whatever we wanted exactly, yeah. and then it was out there and if it blows up later it's already out there yeah, so that exactly. initial being scared of that shit's nah and a lot of people we were listening to were doing the same shit so we didn't find it like a weird thing like majority of people that like I liked music musically were like saying raw shit about their lives and I was like, fuck, that's pretty like honest and I connect with that and it makes me feel better about whatever I'm going through. Yeah. So I feel like it's a more of like a healing thing than it is like a, a something to be scared of. Yeah. yeah. It felt like more relieving to say some fucking heavy shit yeah. and get out there than not say the heavy shit and just exactly. like build like a fake facade. Yeah. And like packaging is so important as well. 100%. Like you look at Butter, the hook of that song is, I don't want to feel like this. It's tight. <laughs> exactly. But when you package it like that, you've got just what? easy kids at shows singing I don't want to feel like this anymore yeah, and yeah. the flow on effect of that is only positive anyway yeah yeah and like yeah packaging is so important mm. when you're saying some real shit yeah 100% I think we should just drop super heavy shit before and not really have any like idea about like the impact of it and stuff yeah and I think we're kind of a bit more conscious now of trying to like 
we can say heavy shit, but it doesn't have to be all fucking super emo. Like we can, we still good? Yeah, no, I was just checking the battery. How is it? 70%. Yeah, nice. We've got time. Um, yeah, just like less emo, more like kind of aware, like just aware of it. And because we don't have the answers. I think when you're younger, you think you have the answers. You think everything's going to fucking just be shit. And then you just kind of get a bit old and you're like, fuck, like that's just kind of how it is. So it's just more like being aware of it and have, being able to have the conversation. Yeah. Rather than giving answers. Like, when I first heard lakes and shit, I was like, yeah, I message these people say, are, are you okay? Like, <laughs> please, like, just be okay. But the tone's definitely changed, though. Yeah, I think so. I think we're conscious as well of, like, what we want to portray to people. Yeah. If you make, like, some stuff and then make it, like, a little bit happier, I feel like people feel better after that instead of just hitting them with some real shit. It's obviously easy to do it on a long album as well because you can get it. Get two sides to the tail to yeah. the coin on the one album or one EP yeah. or whatever so that, that platform's good as well 100% instead of just putting that one song, like, <laughs> I'm fucking different <laughs> and then just leaving it for like six months do what you will <laughs> do what you will with this just getting all these DMs like are you okay are you okay are you okay yeah we got crazy DMs after for like a period when we were just releasing that heavy like sound emo stuff and people really unload on you or think that they directly know the artist and we had to take a step back and almost you almost just can't message the person back when they send you some really heavy stuff because, yeah, we spoke about it with some people and they're like, you build like a like a bad support network for them. So yeah. every time they feel down, they feel like they can message you. Yeah. But we're not real to them. Like we're like a like an idea. Yeah. yeah. And it creates like a, like a, not a pot, what is it? Negative pathway for yeah. them. So like every time I feel down, I message this person. Yeah. When it, in fact, we're just like a fucking idea on their screen. So like we have no interaction with them. Exactly. Or it's just like, I, there's no guarantee that you're even going to be there to reply exactly and then something fucked happens well, like, yeah you can't yeah that's mm. why I, I always worry saying like thanks so much to an artist you have no idea what you've done for me because yeah, I don't yeah. want to put that added pressure of fuck I've got to make like it's a it's like, I don't want to make an artist make music because no, that they don't really mad. want to that shit's mad that shit's mad some people just like ask shit from you and then it just gets like heavy and it's yeah that's much. what I mean yeah, like yeah. yeah definitely the thanks is like you get some messages and you're like, fuck, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Without doubt. But we're all trying to get through life, mate. We're all... We're exactly. All that's Everyone's just trying to keep through. Everyone's in the same boat. And like... No one gets out alive, brother. To think that even that... <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second to, <laughs> to process. Um, I, yeah, oh, I was going to say something good. Pressure's on, dude. Fuck. Don't fuck this up, No, bro. I was going to say something... Just DMs are crazy. And people forget. I was going to say something really good. No, 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 I got listen, this. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me DMs out. DMs are crazy. In the sense that people, like, even though you say you're fake, but you guys are humans too. Yeah, everyone's if, human. If, if you check your phone when you're having a shit day, yeah, and then people are messaging you, oi, do you want to do an interview this Friday? Or some music shit, just like, I just need space. That's why, mm. and like, past artists I'd never have to deal with social media and always being... Just yeah, you're just completely plugged music in. And like mm. Privacy issues as well for artists mm. and all sort of links in. Yeah, definitely. Like you get, yeah, I don't know. Like we're just not at that level yet. We're not massive. Like we're still pretty like a thing. And I think in Australian culture as well, people, it's not as much fandom as you would have in like the States or in like London, like the notoriety. Because it's obviously less competitive and yeah. whatnot. So I think people do give you their space, like your space. I feel like if we were the same size even in the States shit would be way more hectic yeah because they have like a god complex for like people that are of social status yeah when in Australia everyone's like get fucked yeah you know what I mean it's almost like tall poppy insecure you that's why yeah it's like tall poppy syndrome which is kind of alright but then also like people just want to like even Sydney like people just want to be too cool or above that which is easier for everyone exactly and yeah it's kind of shit but it's easier yeah yeah being an artist is crazy yeah I couldn't do it yeah, you could, mate. Bars. Bars. Hit us with the bar, dude. Sweet 16, bro. My brain is a membrane. Ooh, shit. Nah, one day. Nah, if I ever be an arse, I'll definitely be a DJ. Yeah, do it. Just play Talo into some techno or some shit. Yeah, mad. Fucking gotta make it happen. Um, Melbourne Bounce, is that a thing? <laughs> Bro, bring that shit back. Yeah, Melbourne Bounce. Timmy Hello, Trumpet. Yeah, Timmy Trumpet. Will Sparks. 
Fuck yeah. He's huge, eh? Like, I think he's massive. He's huge. Is he? I think he's like a health influencer now. I don't, I, Is he a big boy? I don't know. I he's like a, a health influencer now. I don't think he's even a DJ or anything. Is he stu- I'm just asking about his stature. Is he like large? He's huge, yeah. Yeah, nice. Little fucking man by himself. Ooh. Big Sparksy. Big Sparksy. Sparksy wanna Get it up, yeah. You gotta come to some house or techno event one day. I gotta tech events, bro. I get minced everywhere. I'm I'm not um what is it? Jo- you're a journalist. I'm a journalist. No, you're What the hell's that? You're a journalist. I'm a journalist, bro. I'll go anything. One day I'll hit you up. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll do some weird shit. I wanna go to um what's the fuck? Bro, my brain is fried. Um What's one that goes doink doink doink? <laughs> No, I want to go to... Um, What's the one that goes doink, doink, doink? What's that? <laughs> In the comments below. Hardcore what? No, no. What's the, what's the one called? Fucking... I don't know why I can't think I of it. I need some context. What's like the biggest tech... Um, Fish festival? No, no, festival. Oh, the biggest tech in the world or... No, in like Australia and it's in Germany and stuff as well. In the Netherlands as well. It's only in Germany and Netherlands. It's only in the Netherlands. Mate. Yeah, DEF CON. I want to go to DEF CON. <laughs> no, they cancelled it. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I want to go to DEF CON. That'd be sick. Yeah. Maybe. maybe yeah, Nathan. I need to do it one day. But I've been saying I was going to go for years, so I never went. Now it's oh, gone. Apparently it's arced. Yeah, it'd be arced. Arced but eats. Arced but eats. Arced but eats. Eats or arced? Do you like that? Arced do you know that? Eats. Do you know that page on Facebook? Eats or arced, yeah, that's good. Go. Yeah, go. Really good um, general consensus for what's arced and what's eats. <laughs> Fuck, where do you even go from that? I don't know. Arced or eats. So arced or eats session, I'll ask you. Done. Um, yeah. Crocs, arced or eats. Fucking eats. Eats, 100%. Bro, like, I'm never going to wear that shit, but if you have the balls to wear Crocs out, on their rep. If you're on a boat, like, actually speaking, if you're on a, if you're a boating enthusiast mm. and you want to step on the sand and get a bit of water and then have some enclosed shoes while you're fishing, practicality. Right, fine. No one's wearing that for fashion statements, bro. People are wearing that because they're like, I'm pretty rich. I own a boat. I don't give a fuck how I look. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? And just wearing Crocs. Eats or arts. Or you said, you know. Your turn. It's like truth or dare. Give me eight to act. VB. Eight. eight. <laughs> I'm just looking over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> it's 9.30 in the morning. Oh, no, we're not meant to say any alcohol, Brent. Uh, alcohol. Oh, my God. Young Henry's eight to act. Fucking eight. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> we need the sponsor. <laughs> Hit us up. Email's always open. Harrytalks at gmail.com. Um, hang on. Should we say something? Do you know what hedging is? Hit me. We used to do it when we were young guys where you just jump into hedges just from like heights. I know, we just get hedged. Like pit. planking and shit. Just, like, like on that same wave. But you're just jumping straight into a hedge trying to hurt yourself as much as possible. Eats, eats or arc to eats. Bro, what was that video on YouTube ages ago of some guy jumping into a cactus? Oh yeah, that's gnarly ass. That was for like a... Do you, like know, a do you actually know what I'm talking about? Bro? Yeah, yeah, he's got boxing gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like a jackass thing. Maybe. But it wasn't jackass. It wasn't jackass, but it was. That it was like that old Canadian New Zealand, some shit like that. I love that shit. I love just. Alright, here we go. I got a good one, actually. What is it? Like super fruity, um, craft beers. Eat or arct? Arct. Arct. <laughs> I agree. Like good for one. Yeah, you yeah. can't session on that shit, but nah. I feel like ass. I don't want to. I don't want to think about the beer that I'm drinking, unless I'm like going to like a tasting palette and then yeah, that's about exactly. all I'm getting and then I'm getting a draft no. like just a fucking lager what's the picket what's the beer of choice Melbourne Bitter or Reshes or Pure Blonde depends what I'm feeling it's pretty consistent Pure Blonde it works consistently like the best beer on tap and it's refreshing and you can just put them away you can they're so light eh? so light but if there's Reshes on tap it's game over <laughs> and Melbourne Bitter is just like never on tap there's only a few places to do Melbourne Bitter on tap Maybe like um, but Longies Melbourne Bitter just fat bro sure. fat Goat. What goat. Rushes, rushes and fucking Melbourne bit goat. Goat. The goat. The best. We're not on that complex goat show shit. Yeah, we are, bro. Rushes. They're going to sue me, bro. I'll sue them, bro. <laughs> I'll get the lawyers, get kept. I will <laughs> sue their pants off. <laughs> um, Assuming they wear wait, pants. One more eight to act. I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, spritzes, eight to act. What spritzes? I don't know. You got like champagne and like oh, Aperol. Aperol spritzes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Eats. No. What? Me with that. Bro, I, oh, maybe we just had a bad experience. What would you do? Bro, just like I didn't like it. Just tasted so good, so I was destroying it one day. Eats. No. You arced yourself, but eats but arced. <laughs> eats. But arced. 
becomes arced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're but too good. Anything for too good for too long. Here we go. Espresso yeah. martini on tap, eats or arced? On tap? Yeah. Eats. Sick. All espresso martinis eat. That shit's lethal. Just the pricing's arced. Eats but arced. Don't drink though. We're not encouraging drinking. Fuck. Alcohol. Absolutely. Drink. <laughs> if you're over the age of 18. And if you're under the age of 18, don't drink under the age of 14. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Anything beyond 14, you're, you're fine. My poor mum. Nah, four, not- 14 and above, I can donate. Look how I turned out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you doing? <laughs> Just reasserting my testicles. Do you want to talk about rap music in Triple One? No. <laughs> What's Triple okay. One? Triple One, it's an idea, bro. Explain. Um, I think Marty was the first person to start seeing the number. It's like a good omen in, I think, Indonesian culture. But like also, just seeing the number, every, like you'd see that and think, oh, fuck. It's just like a good like omen. One, one, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a good omen. And I think it promotes, what is it? It's like always moving forward and always going to mm. like reach a goal. And I know that we just took that on as like a mantra, I think. And it's just nice to have a positive. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, then we saw that like everywhere. Obviously, assuming like not like some crazy witch doctor. But I know what you mean though. When you say repetition, you say repetition, and we just saw it everywhere. So like, fuck it, triple one. Why not? Sick. You designed the logo. You're a sick drawer as well. I'd know if I had a mad stalk. You stalk me. And there's sick like drawings of um, um. Hang on, I wrote it down actually. Like Death Grips, Danny Ground, Wu Tang. How do you start drawing and shit? Big influences. Um. Just with my hand. Just no, as in like, was it just like natural? Like, I was just fucking sick. I was all right. Like, just as a kid, I just like doodling. Yeah, true. And drawing and stuff, and I was pretty good at it. Um, yeah, I just stuck to it. I just just drawing class and shit because I just get bored at school. Do you still draw? No, I've fallen off the wagon. I still could. Yeah, but but I'm just doing other shit. It used to take up a lot of time. I did like um, did an illustration, not an illustration course. Did like a graphic design course. And that was just like a bust as well because I just far less creative than yeah. what I thought it would be. And then, um, yeah, just lost time for it. Fair. Like, which is fair. Like, you, exactly. you prioritise shit. If I wasn't doing rap shit, I'd probably be doing... And like, doing. creative juices aren't infinite like that either. No. Because it's exhausting, it's tiring. No, beer's infinite, but and that's a creative juice. Do you know what I mean? Shoot, one beer. Two beers. Creative juices. Do you can get a beer right now. Yeah. Do you have any? Do I have any beers? Yeah. We're at a fucking pub. Oh. No. Ridiculous. <laughs> Fine. Drinking on the job. Mate. I'm having a coffee. Um, how'd you... Because Marty told the story of how you guys pretty much linked up, covered it. Yeah. How'd you meet Dom though? And how did Dom get in the equation? Because he sort of jumped that. Fucking lol. Um, Dom Quim. I met him at the Bank Hotel. He was Melbourne's mate, who's another good mate of mine who shoots a bit of photos for us sometimes. Um, best mate. And then, um, Dim Sim, Dom Quim, Mayor Quimby, Strong Knee, Com Dim, Dim Com. Lil Dijon. Lil Dijon, Big Dijon, Lil Dij, <laughs> aka Knee Shaker. Um, yeah, nice up. He was at, came to the Bank Hotel just as like one of our mates and I'm like this guy's pretty funny so I was hanging out with him he was looking like a clean cut boy back back then bro just nice little hair a bit chubby nice and tall really looking young looking young and then we're there and we just started getting to the getting to the tins mate no, and then the just tins, the schooners. no I just got shit faced oh right okay and you could after like three beers you could see Dom getting visually uncomfortably drunk <laughs> oh fuck this guy's a rookie so, <laughs> so I just fed him drinks and then we went out to Cooper's hotel and like bought some more jugs everyone's having a good time and Dom's head is just between his knees I'm not sure if he vomited but he had to exit himself after like an hour of meeting us and we're like oh my god you beat him oh you got, we fucking destroyed him like it was chockers so he hit the legs and we're like that guy was funny we'll freak him out again so we're hanging out a bit and then maybe for a couple of weeks and then he went to... Can I smoke about bongs? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, right. We were smoking hongers in a park. <laughs> <laughs> um, down the end of my mate's road in... Have a feel, but that'd be Leichhardt. So, like, there's this little... 
closed off area and we used to just go just romp cones in this like little park. So it's probably like eight or nine of us having beers and cones on like a Thursday night. And um, Dom joins and <laughs> he smoked a couple of bongs and had a few beers. <laughs> this is like, this is probably about third or fourth time I met him. He's just greening it. <laughs> and we're all there being like, oh my fucking God. There's like, Probably like six or seven hours and we're all really good mates. And then the one guy is kind of like, hey, we just come along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just done. Turned green. And we're like, oh my God. Like, Melvin, your mate is cooked. And then as he's just greening it, how long we got? We're no, no, it's fine. I'm in no rush at all. <laughs> we're freaking it. We're like, bro, we don't know what the fuck's going on. And then um, he's just greening it hard. And then the cops pull up. Oh, no. <laughs> like... <laughs> Etch. So we've everyone just like instantly got up and hit legs. I turned around. I'm seeing Dom just running like a squiggly man, just greening it, just vomiting while he's running. So we've all just hit legs in different directions, and then yeah, just finished that night off, rendezvoused, got back, and then ever since then we're like, this guy's this guy's a mad cunt. This and guy's then, a hit. Yeah, this guy's a hit. And then he's been good mates with us since. And then we found out he could sing one day. This was maybe before even proper forming of Triple One. Or we're dabbling in music and shit, but I was doing a bit of solo stuff and just recording at my house. And I got Dom over and recorded like a track with him. And we're like, "Fuck, this is like, this is Serious, fire, bro!" Yeah. Like, got mad, mad voice and stuff. So then, brought into a couple triple one sessions and we made incense. And they're like, "Fuck, this is actually like a good track. Like, we can make good music." And then from after incense, we're like, "Oh, we might actually everyone loves doing it, so we might take it seriously," which is sick. Shout out Dom. Shout out Poor Dommy. Guy, just tore him up. Just tore him up. Fuck. Just tore him up. And now he puts everyone else to shame, so it's good. good. With what? Oh, Jason, not even. Just on the uh, fun. Just having, having fun. Just having fun. He has the most fun. It's good at having fun. He always sings down these corridors, but I'm like, mate. Shut up. We know you got a good voice, mate. Fucking record. <laughs> and he's just singing. I'm like, Ruz. Shut it. <laughs> nah, I love whenever you guys walk down. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you see me, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, just talking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're doing professional stuff up here, man. Down here. Down up here. here. Up here. Well, it depends where you're coming from. You don't know where we're coming from. Oh, yeah, true. We could be coming from the front bar. True. All right, fine. You win. Yeah, I do win. Battle of the minds. Battle of intellects. Eats or art. We're not going back there. Eats. Parry talks. Eats or art. Eats. It's done. Yeah. You gonna pay me now? <laughs> no, you gotta pay me for being on here. Yeah, fair enough. Um, fuck. fuck. This is going off. Oh, let's go here. Big personalities, like you just said, mm-hmm. in the group. Mm. Um, obviously, there's a lot of virality in your marketing. Like virality. Whether you, whether you, whether it's like strategic or not. Mm. When you have big personalities, obviously, it's gonna come across that way. Yeah. How do you like? even come up with an idea like Friday freestyles or the stories and shit like is it strategic or is it that natural you don't even have to think about it no we're just either, we're either pissed and we're like this is heaps funny yeah or you just do it in like two seconds and just I don't know we've always just made stupid videos like if you go through the old triple one thing it's just like way more ridiculous mm. and we just do it for fun because we just thought it was a fucking cack yeah and then we're like oh we'll just make stupid videos and then actually push some stuff and Friday Freestyles is just a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, that is oh, terrible. You'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no, as in, like, you'd hope they know that it's a joke. Like, people know yeah. it's a joke. No, nah, some people will get caught on it. I'm just like, I take the piss out of fucking everyone. I feel so when I can't get to, like, stinging. Because I fucking take shots at, like, everyone. Yeah, I know. And, I'm, and, like, I know that fucking music and, like, art means heaps to people. But also, I'm just a fucking smart ass. <laughs> yeah, we just need to chill. Nah, I feel bad, bro. Heaps of cunts are just, like, this is their lives and shit. And yeah. it's like... I don't really know about their story and stuff, but fuck it. It's comedy at the end of the day. Nothing's fucking, nothing's sacred. What's on um, comedy and rap getting super conflated right now as well? Have you heard the Zach Fox stuff? No. Nah. Kenny Beats? Oh my God. This is what everyone keeps telling me about. Do I have some? I will show you straight after. I have to show you because uh, you will find it hilarious. I've heard of this shit heaps. But a lot of rappers are coming, not rappers, but a lot of comedians are making like, not like fuck around like YouTube rap, but like actually funny, like proper rap, like high, high level humor rap. Yeah, it's mad. And it's so sick. Yeah, and it's mad. it's a trend that, like, should definitely stay. Yeah. Like, um, like the early Filthy Frank shit when it wasn't... Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah, made, yeah. he had, like, an EP. Yeah, yeah. The Fantano shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it was guys. just joke rap, but it was yeah. serious joke rap. But yeah, exactly. It was serious joke rap in the fact that there's actual high level comedy. Yeah, yeah. And like really witty jokes. Angry and bars and shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sick. Oh, fuck. Yeah, comedy is definitely an element of fucking hip hop music and stuff as well. Like, yeah, it always has been. Pe- yeah, people like. People get weirded out about that shit, but it's like, bro, it's been happening for years. Like, Zanny bars or just like super just outrageous shit. Yeah, on is, purpose. Yeah, on purpose is the best. Yeah. And people just don't get it like, that's whack, bro. Like, why would he say that? It's like, the guy's taking a piss yeah. and you're fucking stupid yeah. ass because you can't understand yeah. that. Where's your taste in rap music now, do you think? Um, what have you been listening to? Or just like, a bit what, of everything. What do you listen to and think, fuck, this is sick. Like, this is inspiring. Recently, like, Slow Tie. I've been listening to Slow Tie for like fucking three years. And he's just like the fucking goat. Um, who else have I been listening to? I've been listening to Denzel Curry's new album, which is fucking mm-hmm. madness. Eight. Yeah, it's AIDS. I don't know. I've been listening around. I do vicariously listen, like, because there's so much content coming out now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's hard to keep up. I find it hard to commit to, like, an album or a thing. Like, I'll listen to, like, a few tracks or I'll listen to, like, once through to an album. And then once I've done that, yeah, like, I'll listen to something new and then I just completely forget what the mm. fuck I'm listening to. Like, I don't have time to rinse music anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the shit I do rinse is usually, like, fucking different stuff. Exactly. Like I'll, I'll rinse like fucking meditation music yeah exactly <laughs> but uh, you hear artists say that all the time as well it's like I don't want to listen to the shit to shit in my genre because yeah. I end up accidentally remaking yeah you just do shit you just got to keep it fresh and just try and listen to as much shit as possible just consume yeah consume 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 as widely as possible as well yeah as widely as possible the- you get stuck in the loops bro I've been going back bro I listened to fucking I rinsed My Chemical Romance like mm-hmm. two months ago just back on rotation I just never listened to him really when I was younger and then just like rinse them for like two months. So I was listening to that for like two months mm-hmm. and slow ties new shit. That's yeah. it. The thing I, I've ended up doing as well is because I always listen to the shit that's at the top of my library. Yeah. So I'll go back, I'll randomly delete an old album. Yeah. And so that it pops up at the back of the top of my library and I put yep. it back to rotation. Like recently, Land of Pleasure. Just been popping fingers. up. I just deleted it, so I put it back up just yeah, to listen yeah. to it. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it's good. This shit's incredible. And like, yeah. small shit like that. Yeah, I do that shit as well. It's like I, I'll get my Spotify and I'll download a bunch of albums. And then the only way to clear it is because I, I completely fill up my phone and I'll just like rinse these albums. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to... I'll just re-delete the whole yeah. of Spotify and then I start again and I'll download new albums. That's sick, yeah. And then you actually just listen to those ones. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's super focused. And- yeah, just keep it like in like a mix, but... Yeah, definitely. I was listening to fucking like Green Day. I was listening to heaps of DMAs. Who else I listened to? Hills End is More a Grab. Hills End's a fucking best. Who? More Grab? Yeah, More Grab. I was rinsing More Grab. The Wait. producer DJ? Really? Yeah, he's the best. He's the Don, bro. Don, bro. Right, I know. Don. I was listening to that guy on SoundCloud in like 2012. Listen bro. to this. He's a fucking Don. Every single episode except for the Marty one because he's a rapper. Yeah. He's been mentioned because everyone that I've. They're all like friends. Like it's that yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. So fucking, we've got a Morgan shout out. Yeah, hundred percent. The swimming pool music, bro. It's just the fucking best, man. It's just gangster. We did a boiler room yesterday. Fuck. It's like one forty BPM techno. Fuck. No, we can't. He's a don. Call he's him. a don. When he's in Sydney. What's up, Gabby? Yeah, because he was doing shit in Europe fucking years ago, bro. And yeah. I was like, boiler well, room shit. Now. He lives in London now. He's fucked off. Fuck. And he'll come to Australia for like three days. Is he from Newcastle? State. Yeah. Sick cut. Oh, one second, I need some water. Um. Bro, shout out to the fucking Don Morgrab. Yeah, shout out to Don, bro. Um, that's so funny. I find that so hilarious. Yeah, he's a mad dog. Um, yeah, then that... Oh, I'm not even going to get started because I love that guy so yeah, much. Mad. All the shit he's doing. Um, fuck. Um, <laughs> these poor listeners. ASMR. 51% already. What does ASMR stand for? A sexy micro... Sonic, maybe? Something sounds? AMS. As, ASMR. A sexy micro ricochet. A massive, slim... Rifle. <laughs> okay. No, it's like auto... Some bullshit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Do you like ASMR? Yeah, I like it. Do you like ASMR? <laughs> I love it. I can't hear this, but they'll be able to hear it. Let's do an ASMR video. You can't hear me. Let's do an ASMR video. Me and you. Yeah. I can't. Doesn't matter. Just say stuff. You can just say things. Sleep well tonight. Maybe you'll dare I'm talking to you, dear bad dog. You're gonna 
Just cursing me out. I'm just cursing you out. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I would never do that. <laughs> um, um, mate, we gotta get into serious shit just in case the fucking computer dies. Oh, let's do it. Um, Libertine one, Libertine two. Libertine one, Libertine two. Other than like obviously <sighs> sonic differences and the songs are different, you've grown whatever. What do you think you've learnt the most about making music between the two Libertines? <clears throat> you know nothing, and you will never know anything, and all you can do is trust your gut instinct. Uh, definitely just like recording process writing process just way less amateur yeah. but like that just means and then you realise that just means fuck all as well because we recorded that Libertine one inside Bill's garage where like no one knew how to do fucking every, anything like the start of Lakes is recorded on my like broken MacBook because goes at the start yeah. and like that's like a mad like that holds so much more energy and like compared to even some of our polished shit yeah because it's just fucking raw as but you always have to keep evolving an artist you can't just constantly make raw shit and when you try and emulate a raw sound it's just fake anyways it's just bullshit but that like just holds so much power because it doesn't sound polished it doesn't sound clean but it sounds fucking sick and it sounds like the shit we're doing at the time and then well, time will tell how successful Libertine 2 would be we put like no marketing behind it we just dropped it and that was a bunch of tracks we were making for a couple of years and maybe in a couple of years we can speak back and be oh yeah Libertine 2 was much more successful than Libertine 1 because it's a sleep album we're not doing anything with it it's just out there how do you measure success on an album but just how much you commercially enjoy commercially um, definitely oh, aware commercially of what we want to do yeah. but like we're not writing on yeah. Libertine 2 to achieve that yeah exactly yeah. so it's more it's just like a spine builder like it's a just, discography like yeah it's just literally what we were doing for two years and it's just a timestamp, yeah. and we can listen to the, like feel like the Libertines were something we can listen to and know exactly where we were at that time and what we were doing and like that's personal for us mm-hmm. and like a lot of other people can hear the stories like hear the songs and stuff but not really know what was going on and what we were doing at the time that made us write those sort of songs you can only get hints at it but I think everyone knows exactly what was going on when you would write the more yeah. emo shit. But Libertine 2 is definitely like higher production value. I think the songs in there are fucking... Sound like movies. Yeah, they're like, super cinematic. Like Just Bill getting down with like that fucking... Crazy. Is that yeah. Billy singing on it as well? Is that That's a, Billy. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought it was... I, like, I just convinced myself it was you. Nah. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah, you just sung this little hook thing and we're like, bro, that fucking sounds mad. <laughs> Billy's first track, bro. Vocals, That's sick. Yeah. Billy's but verse coming up soon. Like yeah. Bill's, like the beat on that song is fucked. It's fucked up. The whole production on that is just yeah. stupid. And like I told I this time like this sounds like a day like a like a stoosh. like a debut like. Nah, it's small. We got shit. But bro. I know. No, of we got course fire, I know. Bro. Of course I know that. In terms of like the stamp, like the yeah yeah, like you're in the door now. Yeah It's yeah. like take this and it's like holy fuck. Yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's sick. I yeah. fucking love that EP. Yeah, it's nice. It's a definitely like a it's like that EP as well was something you just like listen to by yourself. Yeah. You don't pump that at parties and sort of shit. No. But then Which is where the money's at right now, you know. Even the even the party pumping shit is still gritty and raw, you can tell. Like Bad Boy's fucking Bad Boy's also as well. Yeah, it's so I think Bad Boy for us as well, we we weren't gonna put like bet it, like put all our bets on that either. Like that was definitely a love project as well. Because yeah. everyone just loves that track and it's just the video as well was just pretty much a tour wrap up. So when we watch a video, it's something we're proud of. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, that's sick. And like, as artists, you have to re- you have to reflect on your times and obviously music's a timestamps as well. Yeah. So like, you'll look at Bad Boy and think, fuck, that was like... Hectic. That era. <laughs> yeah. And you look at like Liberty 2 and think, oh, fuck, that was these couple of years and these mm. stories and... Yeah. Probably the same cool for like Show Off and Butter, etc. Yeah, exactly. Show Off clip as well was just like all our yeah. fucking mates at that time and just like mad. A lot of people out of the rap scene that we thought were fucking... Six counts. Yeah, yeah. So that was that's like probably my favourite clip to watch back. Hmm. Just got a lot of mates and people doing shit. Sick. Do you do any of the directing or Marty Boy. Marty does all of it pretty much. We all we all like obviously share yeah. opinions and have a have a say in everything. But Marty's the mastermind of it, yeah. Let's see. Without doubt. I like the short video as well. Yeah, short videos that was bang together with that heaps quick. We just need to get that done. That was when we were on a riding trip in Smith Lake. Mm. and then literally just down the road yeah mm. and like all oh, the videos from that like Ivy show as well yeah that was fucking mad 
Ivy's show is the best thing ever. <laughs> that, that was the best show ever, 100. That and Marco Bolo were the fucking no, best. Good. Yeah. I, I won't press you on that because yeah, don't press. Show. Yeah, the Bolo show was fucking sick. I will always dreams. Tell, I was always tell everyone about that Bolo show. It's, it was so fucked. <clears throat> it's fucking mad. It was unreal though. Mm, good times. Um, like yeah. So we just talk about how different all the songs are. But what do you reckon? Like if you listen to, well, like. Eighth day, and you listen to Show Off or yeah. anything that like across the spectrum. Mm. What do you reckon is remains the consistent amongst all Triple One music? Like the one underlying like thing that defines Triple One sonically. Fuck, I don't know. Everything's a bit brooding. <laughs> I don't know. Everything's got like a a darker element to it. Yeah. Nothing's like super celebratory. I don't know, nothing, nothing's just like fucking euphorically happy, I guess, but we can make like euphoric songs. It's, what does it fucking Bill say? Um, it was ethereal. Ethereal. No, no, he says fucking bittersweet. bittersweet. It's like nice, but then there's also like a, you know what I mean? There's an undertone to it always. There's an undertone to it always. And there's honesty, grit. Yeah. Integrity. Integrity. We're just a bunch of real cunts, bro. Just keep fucking, it fucking real. Just keep it fucking real, mate. Don't um, talk shit, bruh. I hate when people say, or like comment, like, do you really do the shit you rap about? Mm. It's like, what do you, they don't even talk that much rubbish on the song. We don't talk any rubbish. Exactly. We've got so punchlines and no people, rubbish. Why do people, oh, I don't know, bro. I just don't, we just don't <laughs> claim to be about it at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I know. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've seen this comment. I do do the shit that I talk about. Yeah, I'm songs. Like, I actually do. I'm fucking depressed. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking... <laughs> this is a very expensive expensive and lengthy cry for help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this has been fucking... Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Bro, I feel bad for the listeners Oh, there. sorry, man. I got way yeah. too excited. <laughs> I was going to break the, someone's ear. Is right? the blue light still on? Yeah, I it's think it's still on. still. Sorry about that. Are we working? That is horrible, bro. No, I'm definitely gonna have to fix that up. <laughs> Look how loud you are. Yeah, fuck it. Let's fuck break it. some eardrums, bro. Sorry about that. Shout out to my friends that are gonna be listening to this. The only people that I learn now. Back to the ASMR channel. And, uh, no, stop. Sorry about that one. It's gonna hurt your ears a little bit. You'll be good. Right, back to it. Thanks, guys. Let's talk about Bad Boy. Let's talk about it. Just Bad came Boy. out. Yeah. How did that song come about? You said it's a, it's a group favorite. Why, did, why is it a good favourite? Just because it's... Um, I guess it's just non-conforming. Like, we weren't trying to make a commercial hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're definitely... Like con- yeah, we're definitely conscious of the music we make. Like, being conscious of yourself or conscious of what you're doing is super important. And we consciously made that track. Yeah. Um, we're up at Smith's Lake. Had a couple of vinos. And we just picked, like, the Aussiest sample possible. We're just on Spice and we just heard like these didgeridoos and these drums and we're like, sick, let's flip this and make it like mad because I haven't heard like super Aussie stuff. Like I have, but like not in like current Australian hip hop or people like that are at the top, more so on the production side. Like definitely in the raps, of course, but on the production side, we wanted to make it sound like distinctly Australian. Yeah. And like when I think of like Aussie shit, it's kind of just like Outback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a, a cultural identity there. Um, you say that, but when I listen to the song, I think of, like, but like yeah. grime and, like, city grittiness because it's yeah. like in your face and so fuck off. Yeah, exactly. So we took that and we're like, we're not from the country, so we're going to have to <laughs> <laughs> keep it true. <laughs> and then, yeah, just wrote it, recorded it. Like, this is sick. Keeping it OG. Yeah, because we're city gritty, bruh. Yeah, and then you just match that with bars and stuff. I think that more true to us. Yeah, so I think it came together nicely. Do you think people underestimate? Not underestimate. I think people will sleep on your focus on bars. Like there's some serious bars in the music. Yeah, yeah. Because the beats hit so hard, some people forget that shit. Mm. Yeah, I think people listen to us less as rappers, more as a sonic group, as or artists. as like songwriters, artists. Yeah. Which is yeah, like what we are. At the end of the day, it's a much safer. It's much more like lo- like position to be in terms of longevity. Yeah, it's good to be it's a definitely song, songwriter. Yeah, a good place to be. Yeah, but I definitely like for core elements for me as well. Like I like I'm a rap head, bro. I like bars. Yeah. I like hearing like lyrics and shit. 
that's mad but as an artist like I'm more skilled on trying to create a piece of work yeah versus bars but I spit some stupid bars sometimes gotta get it done yeah have to do it bars are good gotta be doing bars are the best bro bars are fucking sick yeah and like when you're discussing hip hop and shit no one's talking about bro that song structure <laughs> that that song that song's crazy <laughs> the way that beat moves no you quote rappers you quote bars that are exactly out there bro straight up um, punchlines and punchlines baby yeah um, where to now do you think well do you feel like probably to Ashfield after this no <laughs> um, do, you have, do you feel like a relieved like you've got Libertine 2 out is yeah. that like a bit like not a weight off the shoulders in a bad that sense, was a but fucking a weight best. off the shoulders that was in a, the yeah that was in both senses yeah <laughs> I was just sitting in there for fucking ages and now it's just done. Now you're ready to move on. Yeah, like that's the one thing like, yeah. fuck, we to get this done and then we can move on. To that pop shit, baby. To that pop shit, baby. Is that what... We're trying to pop, baby. So do you think I'm trying to pop till I'm fucking a pop star. <laughs> do you think... So for, you reckon fans to expect some fucking hits coming forward? Well, not hits, hits in terms of... Hits, bro, absolutely like, hits, uh, man. All yeah. I want to do is fucking make hits, bro. Yeah. I think there's two different sides. Like, we will make continue to make that stuff but we're conscious of what we can make and fuck it like I want to be as big as possible and because people get so scared of the word pop music which is literally just popular music so like we want to make our sound like as true as possible but also just fucking hectic yeah, like we nailed on. I can we nailed it on like butter but then like we can kind of do better like no one was alienated by butter being like that's weird but like butter's straight up Everyone pop music butter, yeah. yeah it's fucking mad but it's like there is good pop music you like that song's sick and like that's pop music but it's just like being conscious of making fucking good pop music because yeah. there is fucking heaps of trash pop yeah. music like there's fucking garbage bins of yeah. just shit pop but Kanye West is pop and that guy is fucking sick the guy. like everyone you listen to that's like top mainstream like hip hop is like pop music yeah and people just get so scared of it and they're like fuck that it's like bro like you listen to pop music exactly everyone does I just want to make like fucking sick pop music. Yeah, like sicko mode and it's a fucking pop Mo song. Mo Bamba, are like then Mo Bamba is not a pop song. It, that's what. But what I'm saying is sicko mode's hardly like sicko mode's got three beat changes. Yeah, a fucking yeah. Sicko mode's a like, sicko mode's just a and next like that's level, gone but. to number one. So yeah. people have to stop thinking of pop music. But that is a pop song now because it has gone to yeah, number one. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like you can make pop hits without of course. compromising at all. Absolutely. And people don't understand that. Yeah. People just like make fucking, fucking sick music and just make it conscious of your audience and if you do both those things it's going to be pop music and it's going to be fucking mad so just do it yeah get over yourself and just fucking do it fucking do it do it and by making more cool pop music then people make less shit pop music and then we're all happy at the end of the day yeah you know what I mean exactly cheers to that cheers to that bro um, fucking anthems man Let's talk about some shit outside music. Uh, what do you do in your leisure time? Like, if you're not making music, masturbate. or not working, or not fucking pulling your dick, <laughs> what are you doing? Having bevs, catching up with friends, um, going to the gym, going for a bike ride, walking my dogs, playing with my dogs. Where do you ride dogs. your bike? Cooks River? Cooks River. Actually? Cookie, yeah. Bullshit, that's my ride as well. Yeah, nice. I legit ride my bike. Hectic. I used to ride bikes heaps when I was younger, and I just got back into it with my mate, Decky Boy. Only about a month ago. That's sick. But fuck my ribs. How? I don't know. Footy? Follow any sports? No. I don't oh, no. footy. I was bowling. I went to the gym. I went bowling. Then I got wildly drunk. And went on a bit of a kick. And then woke up in the morning and my ribs were fucking out. So I've been out of, out of all physical activity for like a month now. Shit. And it's fucking terrible. I just feel like I'm in purgatory of... That's fucked. Yeah, it's terrible. It's far from ideal. It's horrible. I was lying on the couch for like a week. And then I went to work and just was in pain constantly. And I still just can't do anything. So, fuck me. Jesus. It's been sinking piss. I've just been sinking way too much piss. Fuck. What else can you do? Anytime fitness? Eats or right? Eats. Right. Absolutely eats. Summer, <laughs> summer arced, but. Summer arced. Bird, anytime fitness is fucking arced. <laughs> it's like KFCs. They're good KFCs and they're the shit, shit KFCs. KFCs. The one in the city, shit KFC. Shit, town hall, <laughs> town hall, shit, rubbish. KFC. Yeah, yeah. Irwood KFC. I don't know. I haven't been, bro. Fire. Good KFC. Yeah, bro. good. Nice. Lakemba KFC. 
Trash? The worst in Sydney. Though. Trash. It's got to be the worst <laughs> in Sydney. Do you know any good KFCs? I got one. Um, there's one down the road for me. Fucking, where is it? Dully Hill. Good KFC. The line, the the drive-through, shit. Those cunts. Those people. Sorry, fucking KFC. I like you. I like your products, but your fucking staff are trash. Fucking train them. Do something. Get Macca's fucking contingency plan on. On teaching those children how to serve me fucking fried chicken or fuck off bro it's shit when they don't season the chips but dickheads at <laughs> the time they don't season the fucking trash chips. what's the goat fast food spot but in like maple pork rolls like fast foods or like no. fast fast foods no or right, we'll go fast food in terms of we can go the independent thing maple well. pork roll done fair agreed big chains but big chains now I'm going to go with Garlo. That shit's the goat. 4am in the morning on that Oxford Street. It doesn't get much better. It does, but where does it get better? Zinger Box morning after. Yeah, I don't want Guzman and Gomez. Guzman's good. But I know what you mean. We're talking burgers here. And Ogalo is a fucking goat <laughs> burger. He's a good burger. Ogalo or a Porto? A fucking Ogalo, bro. Good. A Porto, pick up your fucking game. That New shit went to shit. New Trash. Porto. Fucking arced. Fuck a Porto, bro. A Porto used to be hectic. That shit sucks now, man. They fucked it, man. Or oh, Newtown of Portos. Nah, eat. <laughs> nah, the Newtown amount of people I've seen shooting up in that joint, bro. <laughs> fucking give me the keys to the toilet or fuck off. That place is the cesspool of society, bro. The amount of minced units walking in there trying to cop a fucking cheeky. <laughs> fuck them. Are you kidding me, bro? You walk in there, you nearly get into a fight. Every time, but doing nothing, bro. Fucking like seagulls for birds and chicken. You're getting slapped and there's serrays just across the road. Bro, the goat kebab place. <laughs> the goat kebab place and you're fucking in with the fucking normals. The normal people. The fucking pedestrians trying to fucking... Literally, bro, it's a car park. It's a fuck car park. That. You're trying to pick and claw through a car park for a fucking chicken nugget. Fuck out of here with that. Damn, that was good. Yeah, good. Sports? Any sports? What do you mean? Like, watch the play? Watch. Um, yeah, watch NRL. Go for the Tigers. Fuck. Uh, copped a fucking fat loss yesterday, so we're fucked for the season. But um, probably catch me on... This is just not going to make sense to come out way after <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I can put it out whenever, but... Probably catch me in the past on next Sunday. No, not next Sunday. Sunday the 7th. Last home game for the Tigers. Sinking piss in the sun. With no worries at all, because we can't even win. How good's Robbie Farrar? Fantastic. Go, go West Tigers play ever. Benji in terms of legacy no I like Robbie Farrow better than Benji Robbie Farrow <laughs> Benji's a mad cat. you love him you obviously love him Bulldogs eats or act eats actually yeah soccer what the Bulldogs no no not the dogs the fucking Canterbury Bulldogs eats good <laughs> I thought you were talking about actual dogs yeah they're fucking eats as well Bulldogs yeah. eats good alright <clears throat> I got Asher, bro. I'm near that area. Oh, near that precinct, bro. The area, cuz. The area! In the southwest Sydney's the best, hey. Sorry. What? In the southwest Sydney's the best. Mate, we're happy. Roselands, Bangstown. Good shit. The best area. The best. Dullyville. Dully boys. Goat suburbs in Sydney. Ashfield. Ashfield. That's all you need to know. That's it. 20 Two minutes one, from one. everywhere, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> 20 minutes from heaven, 20 minutes from hell. Right bang in the middle, mate. Dumb. What else? That's it. That's a goat. You asking for the goat or you asking for good suburbs? Because the goat suburbs. is Ashfield. Who's, what's next? Nothing. What else in the area? I don't even know any other fucking suburbs. I'll back Dolly Chill. Burwood's goat. Mm. Chippo's pretty goat. Mm. Newtown? Eats or Arct? Arct. Oof. Nah, Eats. Eight, it's it's in the level now between Eats and Fucked. Yeah. I think it used to be It eights. can get super fucking arced. It can get super Arct. More Marrickville. Okay, these days. Done. Easier. Fuck KFC. Less plebs. Fuck KFC. Newtown definitely have a massive soft spot. Soft, soft shop shop. Definitely have a massive um soft shop. Bro, the things that have gone down Newtown, in camp. Right. Mate. Mate. It's corrupt, it's corruption. Some things. Absolute corruption. The debauchery. The debauchery. That's the best word, eh? 100%. <laughs> you're thinking about it before you say it kind of word. Fucking, and more eats. Fucking OBL terrors come. Yeah, what's up? Um, Parry Talks. Parry talks. Do you want any? Alright, actually, before we wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. You need to neck. Neck what? Neck nominate. Neck nominate someone to come on here. Um, I neck nominate um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. To come and chew the fat 
have a fucking chinwag, grow the fuck up. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I'm calling you out. If you ain't at Chippo Hotel in in a week's time, directly at 9.30 a.m. on a Friday, I'll come to your house. I'll make your wife dinner. I'll eat with her and I'll leave. Not even a note or anything. <laughs> I'll leave that household with your wife loving me. And then Stitch. if you want to take this up, I will fight you. Dwayne The Rock What's Johnson, you've been called out. Connor in triple one? We have to go His here now. beautiful smile. Fucking... Okay, he talks episode four. We'll wrap it up there. Shit, shit, shit. Big shit. shout outs. Thanks Big for coming on, bros. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, you too.